This is Anthems. Hi there, my name is David Kam. I go by he, him. I am a movement artist, teacher, and speaker based in East London. I am a cis queer Hakka Chinese Malaysian. Your word of the day is open. September 3rd, 2021, we witnessed Marvel's first ever Asian superhero film in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It was a triumphant celebration of Asian culture and talents, especially in its action sequences. My biggest personal takeaway from the entire film, however, was this one particular scene. More specifically, one gesture. The gesture of the open hand. When Shang-Chi prepares his usual battle stance to spar with his aunt, Yingnan, she reaches out and unfurls the fingers he has curled into tightly clenched fists. It was a beautifully symbolic exchange. To open our hands is to welcome the capacity to receive. And with that, the ability to also redirect. Martial arts is, after all, traditionally about redirecting your opponent's force with sensitivity as a practice of harmony. It is a form of deep listening, responding by waiting to be moved into action. As we loosen our grip from a fist that only punches, we give rise to the infinite potential in reshaping our hands to work with whatever comes before us, to hold to slice, to scoop, weave, point, flick. The role of Yingnan is played by Michelle Yeoh. If you don't know Michelle Yeoh, she is widely considered as Malaysia's most revered actress, not to mention a martial artist of elegance and magnificent grace, a national treasure. I've watched her on the big screen from her Bond girl days, growing up in Malaysia, and it is her who made me realize that my talent can transcend geographic boundaries. Perhaps the gesture of the open hand was reminiscent of what Michelle had to go through herself when her dreams of pursuing a ballet career was ended by a back injury during her time at the Royal Academy of Dance. Then her principal suggested there were other ways to express physicality beyond ballet. She learned to redirect her craft into acting, a career pivot which still shows no signs of stopping as she approaches 60. Opening her hands can also signify the necessary act of release, like the exhale that comes before every inhale. When Shang-Chi opened his hands, it marked a shift in the titular character, learning to let go of the guilt and grudges his carried from his past. Release can also be of the future, expectations, the images of perfection. I think about former world number one, Ashley Barty, announcing her retirement from tennis at the height of her career earlier this year, after winning the Australian Open. Reason? She wanted to focus on herself as a person beyond the tennis player she is and explore what else she can do. She left with her head held high, 
not allowing herself to be sucked into the quicksand of identity the public has learned to associate her with, or into the tunnel vision of perceived success. Ash readily closed this chapter in trust that no efforts ever go to waste, and remembering she is solely in charge of making sure she doesn't disappoint herself, not anyone else. Over the first year of lockdown, I sought therapy which prompted me to spend a full year off work having to dip into my savings. I was asked to keep my days open, only doing what I want to do and nothing else otherwise. And to ask myself upon every act of desire, where do you feel it in your body? Slowly I've rediscovered the smell of flowers, the feeling of grass beneath my feet, my fingers against the piano keys, ears bathing in birdsong, breeze brushing through my skin. I've learned to risk delight again, make space for surprise, make time to appreciate joy in the journey, in serendipity. It made me remember walking into my first week of dance training, feeling all excited about getting into dance every single day, only to be asked to lie down and be still for most of the first week. I came here to move, I thought, so why am I wasting time doing nothing? It took me years to realize that it was an active practice of softening into an open state, where we can learn to be in touch with ourselves and others, our surroundings, the environment. Being comfortable enough with stillness, removing the need to prove my worth by taking unnecessary actions, by charging intent behind every moment for greater impact. It is an invitation to steer away from the dominance of our eyes, no longer darting between virtual windows, navigating an overwhelming amount of stimulation that often instigates comparison, and instead to simply receive contact from the ground and be immersed back into the eyes of our skin and the rest of our senses, allowing the ground to hold us in unconditional support. Similarly, a set of open hands gift us the capacity to also hold others, which I've always thought of as the smaller scale of a hug, a warm embrace. It's a gift I very much cherish now as we learn to soften back into contact with each other, renegotiating what personal space is and how best to share physical space. As Yingnan pried open Shang-Chi's fists, she followed on to ask him, Your mother knew who she was, do you? The fist, when opened, extends to five fingers, the very evidence that something whole is made up of various smaller parts. More importantly, the strongest finger would still not compare to the strength of a fist. For a long time, I thought I had to choose who I was. I thought acknowledging my queerness meant abandoning the relationship I have with my home country, where homosexuality is still illegal. I also used to think that being gay and the prospects of fatherhood come as an either-or, and never possibly both-and. 
I assumed I had to hide aspects of myself to be heard, to be accepted. I've learned to give myself the wild permission to ping-pong between being a queer, an immigrant, a leader, a creative, a student, a teacher, a lover, a partner, a friend, a son, a brother, an uncle, an aspiring father. No longer hiding behind one facade or curating a version of me I thought was acceptable, but to tend to and fiercely own every aspect that forms the multidimensional being that I am, so that I can powerfully show up. Anchoring all that is my body as the home I carry with me wherever I go. When I am open in this way, I invite possibility. I'm recording this having just turned 30 yesterday. And looking back in my 20s, I have journeyed through the careers of an artist, a teacher, a speaker, an advocate. None of these were planned outside of simply allowing myself to be led by the excitement and curiosity of not yet knowing. For a long time, I have felt guilty about being indecisive or not being committed enough. I've learned to embrace and accept after learning that I'm just like my Hakka ancestors, creative wanderers embodied by the dandelion, a flower known always to be treading lightly across, thriving under even the most trying conditions. I still don't fully know where next, but I realized I never knew back then either. There were no right or wrong decisions, just multiple scenic routes to the same destination. There is no need to know everything. I can simply remain open to whatever comes, listening out for the what-ifs and why-nots. Words by dance legend Martha Graham, words I always go back to. There is a vitality, a life force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good or how valuable it is, nor how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours, clearly and directly, to keep the channel open. You do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You have to keep yourself open and aware directly to the urges that motivate you. Keep the channel open. Open, definition, verb. Move so as to leave a space allowing access and vision. <laughs>